0: Welcome to our Self Mastery Journey podcast. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. We are your hosts, Kirsty and Michael Pratt.
1: We started this podcast because we wanted to share with you the tools we use in our daily lives and our clients' daily lives to cultivate better health, confidence, authentic love, leadership skills, conscious relationships, and living out your life's purpose.
0: Another big reason why we started this podcast is to build a community. Not only do we offer our self-mastery journey podcast, we also offer an exclusive online community to dive even deeper into the tools we share. We offer extended versions of our podcast episodes, bi-weekly coaching calls, bonus content, and so much more.
1: Without further ado, let's dive into this podcast episode and give you the tools needed to live your best life. Welcome back everybody. This is episode nine. I don't.
0: I don't know. I think it might be episode 10, yeah. 11. I don't know what Not we're sure, at.
1: <laughs> but welcome back to the podcast episode. Today's podcast, Kirstie and I are going to share with you um, tips and tools around having challenging conversations and challenging decisions in life and choices that you make in life. Um, it's going to be a really neat episode. We have lots of tools that we're going to dive into, especially in this first portion so, we're super excited to get rolling here on this podcast. And uh...
0: yeah, I mean, the reason why we wanted to do this podcast is not only has this been a theme inside our lives, mm. we've been noticing this has been a theme inside of um, our clients' life. This has been a theme coming up in our self mastery membership, on our group coaching calls. And so we thought that if we're dealing with it, if people, our clients are dealing with it, those who listen to this podcast might also be dealing with it or tough choices, or you might be in a situation where, you know, you don't know what your next move is and it might be Mm -hmm. a big move and it might be a challenging move. And Michael and I have made quite a few of those and just having more opportunities in our world present itself. And we thought it was very valuable to share it.
1: Yeah, it's... um... It's neat because when you allow yourself to drop into the, to the, to the present moment of whatever is challenging you, whether it be conversations, whether it be making, you know, hard decisions in your life, you know, whether it be moves, marriage, um, having kids, divorce, you know, purchasing a new car, purchasing a new. Yeah, you I am thinking a job. Yeah, getting a new job.
0: Leaving um, a job. Leaving
1: a job. <clears throat> having a tough conversation with your boss that, you know, it's time to be compensated fairly for what you do. You know, in these moments, there's a buildup, at least for me. There's a buildup to having these conversations mm. where there's a little element of fear. And when that fear comes in, I just remind myself that the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Which then brings me into... <clears throat> how I've created a fear story and a mindset in my head about this particular conversation that I'm going to have, which can then lead to anxiety and it can then lead into wanting to dim my light when it comes to having the conversation with this person for fear of whatever they may think of me after the conversation is done, uh, whether that be rejection, um, what have you. It's just so... It's, it's really important that when you're going through those moments and, and you feel those things, acknowledge that they're there. Acknowledge that they came up for you and love those aspects about yourself. You know, you can, you can get through it by compartmentalizing those fears and anxieties and you can push them down deep. And when you do that, you're storing that energy in your body, in your muscle fibers, you're in your energetic space. And that doesn't really allow you to surrender into anything if something's trying to come in your world
0: yeah you know it's interesting for me when I'm having tough conversations they're, they're kind of different when I'm having tough conversations I can have a lot of actually nervousness in my body like mm. my body can physically start shaking or I get really bad armpit sweat like <laughs> I get really bad armpit sweat like my sympathetic state just like turns on mm. and fires on and what can happen from that is almost like playing all these stories out. So if I know that I have a conversation um, that I'm wanting to have with someone, for me, it's it's coming back to my center and not allowing those stories to play out. So being very observant of my mind, I think we've talked about this in past, past, past podcasts. Yeah um of like
1: stalking your thoughts.
0: Yeah, stalking stalking your mind and being aware of what is going on. And as soon as you're aware of what's going on, that's you being able to come back to that present moment. And so like let's just say that you know it's a job and you're wanting to talk to your boss about something there are many like there's so much potential there's so much potential of what can happen and so our mind can race and start taking off and playing all these scenarios about they might take it this way or they might take it this way or they might take it this way and it's really important to come back and not allowing those stories to play out Mm. because one that's starting to project which is another point that we're going to get into but Two, you're your allowing yourself to get worked up over something that hasn't even occurred yet. And so for me, that happens in the challenging conversations. And now when it's, when it's the choices, I feel more what Michael was talking about, a little bit of anxious. And my mind runs in a different way of like, not necessarily like playing out hypothetically what could necessarily happen. But like almost the thought of like, oh my gosh, when I do this, this is going to occur and mm-hmm. I can allow that fear state and that anxious state to take over again and again it's coming back to the present moment coming back to my breath coming back to breathing and remembering what is true for me which is something we'll get into the extended version of how important that is but the really big key is making sure you're calming inside yourself not letting your mind run not letting fear run the show you're not making choices out of fear you're not making um, having the conversations necessarily out of fear, but you're standing in your power. Yep. Oh, it's beautiful. It's starting to rain. Um, having, having that strong center when you're making the choice or having the conversation.
1: Yeah, that's, um, mm. that's very important because what it allows you to do is navigate those conversations or decisions uh, much easier. The, not I don't want to say pain because it's not pain. Maybe the burden or responsibility of making these choices—it's not always fun when you have to make these choices. It's not always fun when you, when you know you need to have these conversations. And um, that's kind of life. Life's not always fun. You're going to have serious situations. You're going to have serious conversations, and it. It requires you to fully be who you are. You're a full, authentic self.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's a really important note of what he's saying is a lot of the times when something's uncomfortable, we want, we tend to lean away. And that mm. even comes out like in the physical body. When you have uncomfortability in your body, you'll start to distort your posture to lean away from the uncomfortability. And Michael and I have found when we lean into these conversations, these sweaty palm conversation, when we lean lean into these choices and authentically tap in and be like, is this what we need to do? It has brought us so much further in life. It has brought us so much further in ourselves. And the more you lean away from it, it's not going to go away, which can start building up resentment and anger and it's really this bottling of Mm -hmm. emotions that that come inside you um, which can play a factor in when you finally have the conversation with the person and the expectations you might put on them
1: yeah and where it's really come to light for me where i've really enjoyed going through this process with you of leaning into the edges is the amount of clear communication that is required to make the moves that kirstie and i have made and are going to make with our company with our personal lives with our relationship and those elements of of conversation for us have brought us closer together as a couple as well on top of everything kirstie already mentioned on that and so I just wanted to add that in there before we move into the next point of you know what yeah. you were saying throwing expectations on the person or how the choice, uh, the outcome of your choice is going to happen whenever you make it. It's it's important that you don't bring expectations to the table and allow that person or that decision to just be who they are or be what it is. It's important you do that because that's that's at least for me, that's how I want to be received in conversation. I don't want to feel like I have to change who it is I am in order to have a conversation with someone. That's part of like being that authenticness. So if you can provide that space for your boss or whoever it is you're having conversation with, it could be your wife as well, or your partner. partner, Um, it, it, it makes it easier for that conversation to flow.
0: Yeah. You know, if you're watching the video, you know one thing is is a lot of the time and this links with point one is we can look at it through like this tiny little microscope mm. and so like if you're not watching the video like literally thinking about like just this tiny little thing of like pigeon holding how you think this person's going to respond or react or what they're going to say and what that does is that takes away their power as well. Mm-hmm. That takes away from the relationship that takes away from being open mm-hmm. of how things can expand. And as I was saying, like there is infinite potential. I've been meaning to ask Paul cause he, he said it in one of his lecture things about like how many, how many, uh, choices occur or how much potential there is from making one choice and it it was like a ridiculous amount like i mean it was like five with like ten zeros after it or something Mm -hmm. like that i gotta i gotta ask him i meant to do that the other day but it is a ridiculous amount and that's based off of one choice so if you're having the choice to have this conversation there is infinite potential and when you take off that expectation and bring in an open mind, it can become a better conversation than what you think. Anytime that Michael and I have had tough conversations with each other or tough conversations with others in our world, being really keen to not play the stories and allow them to respond of what's true for them, literally has made, I mean, conversations have gone way better than I would have ever envisioned in my mind. And yeah.
1: Yeah. And the cool, the really cool part about it is it's another aspect of self-love because you, I'm showing up, Kirsty's showing up whenever you show up in this way as your authentic self to the tough conversations and you're actually having it, you know, that's one part of it. You know, you're know, you actually experiencing it. There's a lot of people that will run away from having those conversations because of those fears, that negative mindset, these stories that they have going on in their head, the buildup of anxiety that could possibly be coming over them. When you understand how to navigate those you know, areas of the conversation and you show up fully as your authentic self, you're allowing yourself to have this present moment as your best self, and that's another way of looking at. I'm loving myself from this way as well. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I
0: don't mm-hmm. feel like
1: I'm going too off. It's just, it just kind of came through.
0: Yeah, and and like the thing is, is like if you're having this conversation, you're clearly having this conversation because you're wanting to um, advance or grow mm-hmm. or evolve yeah. or change some sort of aspect of your life and of your world and when you let go of the fear and the anxiety and you really can center yourself is like understanding like this conversation's coming from love. Yep. You know, it's really important to note like yep. when, when you're doing this and, and we'll talk more about this in, in the second part but when you come from love that is able to hold the container in a whole new mm. way and yes, there might be emotions that come up in the conversation there might be emotions that come up after the conversation and when you know you're coming from a place of pure love as of like i'm having this conversation because i want to purposely hurt this person or i purposely want to do this like that's a whole different energy and that's a whole different vibe and that's not helping anyone in this situation but if you're coming from love you're truly wanting what's best for everyone in that conversation
1: absolutely and you brought up you know the emotions through it that kind of leads us into our third point here in, at least for me, any amount of tough conversations I've had had over, over the last, you know, 20, sorry, not 20, 31 years of mm-hmm. my life. Wow. <laughs> um, there has, there has been emotions tied to it. And the, a lot of the emotions were secondary because of the stories I had built up in my head. And when I leaned into those stories I built up in my head, uh, the conversation went exactly as I feared it was going to go, leaving me with emotions of um, being alone because I didn't want where uh, the conversation didn't go where mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go because I didn't show up as my authentic self and because of that I ended up manifesting the conversation to go completely differently and in a direction that I didn't want it to go and so I felt like I wasn't able to kind of get a grip on it if that makes that makes sense and so when the emotions come up don't shy away from leaning into those edges as well because those are that's coming up for a reason there's a there's an opportunity to heal some aspect uh, of yourself and a relationship with someone when emotions come up through those conversations
0: yeah and you know it's the way that i've experienced it in my life is there's like there's like this build up and there's this peak and then there's this coming down but it when it comes down it doesn't mean that it stops there like there's still time of continually feeling the emotions and when we suppress those like we have talked about this numerous times when you suppress your emotions Mm -hmm. you're going to hold it in your body energy can't be created nor destroyed only transformed and so if you're not expressing it and you're not letting it out, you're hindering your health, you're hindering your mental, you're hindering yourself to feel the full effect of what choice or conversation you're having. And that's robbing yourself of being fully present with it. Like a lot of the times when it comes to sadness or grief, or if it's like knowing that Something is the right decision, but it's not the easy decision. A lot of the times, people will lean away from from it, or they'll be really numb in making the decision. And when you're numb in making the decision, you're not feeling the full effect. You're not allowing yourself to grieve it. And that that was like something with when we put down when we put down Archie. When we, you know, mm-hmm. Archie was a little bit more challenging than Celia. Celia was older, but like with Archie, that was a challenging decision to make that and there was a lot of emotions and had we not expressed that in our time of like is this the choice that we want to do is this the best choice for everyone involved had we not allowed ourselves to express that there could be a lot of resentment that was coming up there could be a lot of anger that we just held on to in our body we could be really stiff more in our body and so it's just Really important. Feel the emotions. Allow yourself. Create the space of where it feels mm. safe. You know, sometimes you're not always in the most safe environment to um, allow that. Um, create it for yourself. If you can't create it in your house, there was someone um, I knew who would go to graveyards. She mm. goes, no one would ask me in a graveyard why I'm crying, mm. and that would be a space that she would go to. That would allow herself to fully grieve and not have necessarily someone around her. You can uh, find tribe, find friends. You know, this is a big reason why we created our membership program is to be supported and held by other people as you're taking that self-responsibility and going through that um, with yourself.
1: Yeah, it's important to when you have tribe lean on that tribe because that's what they're that's what they're there for that's what that community is there for when you're going through those hard moments and you need someone to just be there it feels so good knowing you're not alone in the process of what you're going through and again that requires you to surrender to someone else and if they do a good enough job of creating and holding space for you it's going to be really easy to drop into feel the emotions that are coming up and then work through and work with the emotions around the tough conversation that you're having like it was it was really important that her and i continued to communicate you know leading up to putting archie down to the day of putting archie down to days after putting archie down you know i would say
0: months months (laughs)
1: after you know how, how are you feeling how are you handling all this you know it was also super important that we communicated about how we were keeping our health in check you know Mm -hmm. we really got back into how is your water have you been drinking enough today because when you're going through sadness in in a way that we went through when it came to putting our dog down we allowed ourselves to have the healing time we needed and sometimes for example i would not get hungry so i needed to remind Mm -hmm. myself to eat throughout Mm -hmm. the day and so we would find ourselves asking, hey, how'd you eat? How's mm-hmm. your food been? How's your water been? Did you get any mm-hmm. movement in today? How's your breathing mm-hmm. been? What's your mindset be like? And so it's, it's when you have a community to jump into that's supporting like that, it makes it a lot easier for you to work through any conversation, any tough choice that you're going to be making. And that's a beautiful aspect of what we've created here with our Self Mastery Journey podcast and our Self Mastery membership program. You know, you go for level one, two or three and you automatically get dropped into a client portal, which is essentially a platform that we've created where everyone can bring their their uh, lives to the table and we can support and love and hold each other in a safe container so that people are then able to step into who they truly are, embrace who they are and work through their fears and anxieties and emotions.
0: Yeah, and I think a big thing, too, is, like, when you feel your emotions and when you allow other people in in your world, you realize you're not the only one that goes through it. Like, that was a big thing, too, of why we started the group, of why we started this podcast of, like, there's this perception sometimes of when we're going through something, we're the only one that's experienced it. Mm -hmm. We're the only one that, that is going through this or has felt this way, which isn't true, like someone else has gone through what you're going through someone else has felt what you're feeling and when you can be open and when you can be honest and when you can be vulnerable and allow yourself to be seen in the safe space because mm. not everyone is a safe space to do that with but in that safe space there's this relieving feeling of like i'm not the only one and and it makes the conversations easier and there's this giant relief like mm, when yeah. you have the conversations there's this giant relief and so Adding on to, like, these three points that we've we've already made, like, a big thing that I would say is, like, give yourself time and space. Yeah. Like, give yourself time and space. And and we'll dive into this more. We wanted to dive more into the process, uh, dive more into being true to yourself, Mm -hmm. diving more into...
1: Word choice and how it can affect the conversation.
0: Yeah, and centering yourself. So that's really what we're going to get into with the extended version of that michael yeah. i don't know if you have anything else you want to say on this I one i don't.
1: I think we freaking nailed it
0: <laughs> we nailed it hopefully <laughs> you guys thought that too and um anyone who's watching and listening if this helped please share with someone else that Absolutely. you think it might help it helps in this world and our big mission together is really to help empower as many individuals as possible and that's them coming back to themselves and learning what's right from them for them and Um, stepping deeper into their power and if you want support along the way like we said we have our self-mastery membership uh, program that you can drop in at three different levels and so we would love to see you in there Um, love any comments if you guys have anything reviews but we're sending so much love and we'll dive deeper in the extended
1: absolutely much love everybody
0: thanks guys